Welcome to Key and D the podcast, season two, motherfucker. Are you okay? Society. Babe, I think the question on everyone's lips is, yeah, where the, where the fuck, fuck have we have been? We, been? <laughs> <laughs> we started off so well. We had amazing guests, amazing yeah. episodes. Got Guardian, Guardian listed multiple times. Guardian, I love Guardian. Yeah, and then disappears. Disappears. But you know, we were out there being icons, getting million views on TikTok, like your favorite artist going away to write their oeuvre. Yeah. We spent a bit of time. Well, we've done a lot. We went to Edinburgh Fringe. We Don't did. know if you... We, did we tell you? We, or, did. we did. We went to Edinburgh Fringe <laughs> Festival. Um, we did a show every night for 30 nights. Yeah, there was tears, tantrums, um, alcohol poisoning alcohol every night. Alcohol poisoning, laryngitis, writing shitloads of songs. We've somehow blown up on TikTok, which blows my mind. It's crazy, <laughs> these Gen Zers. These Gen yeah, so thanks to everyone that's been watching our videos. There's like way more to come, but I'm so happy to be back in podcast mode. This is where we started. <sighs> this is us at our truest yeah. essence, right? In our comfort zone. Yeah. We've been Thank you to Soho Works for, for uh, yeah, accommodating um, us. Accommodating supporting us. us. Yeah. Yeah. And we're Leave just, it up in the world, babe. We, yeah, we love Edinburgh, but this is what we love, babe. Just me, you, and that scratchy boiler. That <laughs> I forgot boxed up, yeah. I'm getting it boxed <laughs> up. But anyway, yeah, we're just so excited about this season. We've got some incredible guests. Yeah. Um, and yeah, really we interesting conversations. We were, yeah. we were like, Nervous newcomers last season, we were kind of figuring it out. And I feel like this time around, we've really gotten into some nitty gritty subjects and yeah. talked about some important shit, had loads <laughs> of laughs. Shit. And we got some pretty exciting news this season, don't we, Dee? Yeah. Instead of getting one episode a week from us, you now get two. two. So we're going to do a guest episode every Thursday, as then normal, and then an Agony Ant episode every Tuesday, where we dish out terrible advice all good advice from us to um all you beautiful listeners who probably shouldn't follow it but yeah. we'll give it up. we always say please do not take our advice but please listen to our advice amongst, but don't take it amongst it there are some nuggets of wisdom we um, love it occasionally but we also just love interacting with you guys so please continue sending us in any of your relationship yeah, via questions instagram that would be fabulous yeah so this is the episode we've recorded at the yeah. end of that process. Yeah. And we were probably a slight different tone of voice than what we're using it, now. We're so exhausted. exhausted. We had the time of our lives. It was like what I imagined Fresher's month to be like. Yeah. We were in our dorm room. Yeah. We'd had to cancel our last show because yeah. I had like tonsillitis on top of tonsillitis. Yeah, and, and I had a mental breakdown. So yeah. that's what happens we, at Edinburgh. We were in the dorm room eating my mum's 70th birthday cake <laughs> because we couldn't light it in any building in Edinburgh on yeah. its birthday. Yeah. With a cup of tea, but also a bottle of red wine. Yeah. What a time. King and we're a mess, but we make it funny. King and there's just always bloody something. King and just two housemates with a dream. King and if you don't like us, you're dead to me. Dead to me, dead to me. If you don't like us, you're dead to me. Dead to me. Dead to me. If you don't like us, you're dead to me. Oh my god. Right. So to set the scene for everyone. Here we are. Here on our we final night in I am in slight shock about the whole thing ending. I know. Very weird. It's very odd because it's like, oh god, couldn't someone please Google? Who said it was the best of time and the worst of time? It was that was me. <laughs> it's very funny. I think, that. I think it's Shakespeare. It was the best of No, time. what was the song? No. It was the worst of times. You drink the drink someone... that you drink, you know, the drink, drink. It's been oh, the good. time of our lives, but like the most freaking stressful time. Like yeah. we've had some amazing memories. We've had 
Some of the best. We've learned so much, not so much about ourselves, mm-hmm. you know, about human beings, <laughs> about rubbish, <laughs> garbage, literal human garbage. Can we paint a scene of Edinburgh right now? So it's okay, fucking when garbage. I, when I thought well, of Edinburgh before coming to Fringe, I thought, you know, Harry Potter. Yeah. Old buildings, beautiful shit, a castle. What it realistically has been cake is delicious it's been piles and piles and piles of garbage <laughs> mounting up on the street oh, God. over an 11 day rubbish bin strike absolutely not that happened to fall right in the middle i feel like that garbage is a symbol for our soul yeah. and then what's so weird was the last night tonight and they started collecting it that is so weird so symbolic to set the scene right now though we're what are in we our doing? Second university dorm room that we stayed <laughs> in. Kiara is sat on a sofa that has holes in it. <laughs> so many holes. Um, we're drinking. We're eating my mum's seventieth birthday cake that yeah, we, we did, never did. That we never did because we can't light a candle anywhere in Edinburgh. Yeah, because there's too much cake. trash that could set on fire. Yeah, so. basically. And we have got some really cheap red wine that our venue our gave venue us. gave us, which tastes like. Which I'm right now realizing. When I when they gave it to us, I was like, "Oh my god, thank you so much, guys!" Yeah, I was so like, grateful. It's if I ever vendoed that, it would be five pounds. Like if I googled that, yeah, it's a fiver. It's a fiver. So thanks for nothing, pleasant. And um, then we've also got a cup of tea because you know it's all about excess. I said today that it's so nice in a way that we ended up here because we could have gone out to some cool. Not your fault's like real in my face. (laughs) Sorry. I'm doing it. (laughs) We could have gone out, you know, with some famous comedians which we've been hanging out with, like Chris O'Dowd. Name drop. Had to drop that in. But doesn't matter how cool you think you are or how many cool parties you get invited to, you always end up right now. (laughs) In your pajamas. I wanted to go to Frankenstein's bar and no one would fucking come with me. No. No. You end up. Your... But I think you end up where you're meant to be. Yeah, you do. Eating old birthday cake. Right. Nowhere so else that I'd rather be. We've had the time of our lives. Yeah. Let's start from the beginning. Okay, so we arrive. We arrive. Full of wild hope and, and joy. <laughs> and then we get to our dorm rooms and we think, I'm not doing this. I can't cope any longer. I'd rather be dead. Our dorm rooms, um, Mine was like a fucking sauna. Yeah. Can breathe every night. Yeah. Uh, Want to get a bit of rest. But you'd have to close the window because yeah. there's so much noise. And there's so many people sitting there that are performing at Fringe. And everyone thinks it's a good idea. It's clever and looks like they haven't washed. Yeah. And everyone is singing some sort of like jazz musical yeah. at fucking 8am. What about that guy that was practicing his clarinet. electronic clarinet for days on end? I genuinely wanted to have a nap at like four o'clock in the afternoon. And no joke, it, I heard it was like, bum, 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 I was like, uh, what are these people doing outside the window? Well, for like five days, we only had one TV channel. One TV channel. And it was the Commonwealth Games, wasn't it? Birmingham. So I wasn't interested in. So we got there. And Your dad was with us, bless him. Ian, yeah. was, Ian so, was good because he was making us loads of omelets. Omelets. For some reason, omelets became our favourite food. And now I feel like I almost cannot eat an omelette for at least I two years. I miss the omelets. Do you? We've not had them for a while. I want, I want it makes Ian's me feel omelet. sick. Ooh, I need it. I've been um, living off ripped biscuits this past week. Yeah, so that's one thing about Fringe. The diet has just been, like, all over the place. Um, yeah. It's been a lot of beige food. Mm. 
it's been a lot of eating at like 1am when you get back from the show. Yeah. Or like not eating. <laughs> or like, not eating. For the first like two weeks, I was like, oh my God, I forgot to eat. And I'm like so busy. Like, and oh my then, God, I'm like so Oh my God, God like, sometimes I just forget to eat. Yeah. And then the last week for me has been like, oh, Yeah. So funny, literally just before we sat down to do this, I was like, okay, I was like, all of a sudden in the past like two hours, I've become really hungry because Cause all the stress of the fringe is dripping off you. And yeah, now- I'm like, I've now remembered that I need to eat. <laughs> How strange. Like, you're allowed to eat ton. And, like, eat normally with forks, not just with fingers out of van food. What's been your favourite van food? We like that guy. Oh, I, no. I think my favourite one was when we got that Taraji chicken from the Japanese place. Yeah, that where I because I'd just been craving. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, same place you got your gyoza because I'd just been craving something other than like fries or cra- for some reason in the first week I ate like three crepes, which is very unusual for me. But again, just baked like I have a crepe with cheese in it. It's like what is that is good for me. So it's nice to have that. What was your favorite? Ah, uh, yeah, I liked that little van that did my rice and gyoz with my kimchi, and I'd be like, "Babe, go heavy on the salad and the kimchi, okay?" Give me all the condiments. And I liked that little bao one. Oh yeah. I mean, they could have done a bit better. I have to say, the food vans here were really expensive too. Yeah, I know. They've been even with our discount, we always ask for that discount, girl. Yeah, even if we weren't a member of that particular thing, <laughs> we had our underbelly passes. We weren't working there. How many pints do you think we drank? Oh my god. <laughs> Oh my like, god, take, we should have counted a, the pints. We should have done a pint count. So many pints. Over 50 each. How many nights did you not drink? Two. Really? Oh, I did more than you. Two or three. Maybe, I honestly can't remember anything. Like, maybe it's trauma, but I can't remember yeah. I do genuinely think I went about six. Maybe five. five. I'm going to be five or six. I think we averaged about five, which if you yeah. think about it is insane. We had maybe two super, super heavy nights out. One with Chris O'Dub. Um <laughs> Did we mention that we hung out with Chris O'Dub? Did we mention that we hung out with Chris O'Dub? Yeah. Like he like, he like bought us drinks, drinks and, and he likes like, our songs and our vibe. Because and we took a selfie. We were upset, I know. And he, like, we love his wife, Dawn. We love icon, you, Dawn. And she really loves us. And he was like, oh my God. Oh my God. You're oh my so God. funny. Oh, you are so great. You're doing so well. Can I get a so photo? Good. And he was so enthusiastic. And honestly, walking around the Fringe Festival with Chris O'Dell, oh I God. have never felt so powerful in my life. I was like, it's like yes, we're best Jesus. friends. Yes. He, you know, because he was in like IT crowd. He definitely played French a bunch of times. He's a fucking legend. I was like, what, Chris? Oh, Chris, my old friend, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> my best bit was when we was at the bar with Chris and dad and I was buying drinks and this girl was like, oh my God, I can't believe it. And I was like, oh, I'm just going to love Chris. And she was like, Dad, because I love you. Dad, <laughs> I love him. I went to your school. Yeah. And I was like, Chris, this is my time. <laughs> Chris, this is about me now. Um, no, but he was an icon. He was, he was amazing. Spank, which is a great place. Is it? I think it's a, the worst place, but the greatest place at the same time. It's like the it's terrifying, most terrifying. It's like you're literally in a dungeon cave full of sweaty, straight people. Yeah. Like there's not a gay inside. There's not. Um, which makes me already feel uneasy. Uneasy. It's very like... If it reminds me of like what Freshers Week would be in America. Yeah, like, like bread, comedy. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the fact, I have to tell the story. They do this famous segment where they get someone to come up and be naked on stage, literally be naked and promote your show. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> and Dee goes, naturally, this is in the first week, we're still in like intense hustle mode. And she turns to me, she goes, 
we got to do it. We got to get up there. <laughs> and I was like, no, D, I don't want to get my fucking pits and fanny out, fringe. It's not why I came here. I'm a serious performer. And she's like, no, no, no. Serious is it. a real long shot one. But <laughs> you were like, we got to do it. And I was like, no. And and then we went out and they started doing the segment. And it's literally like. We came back in after I was trying to convince Kitty that we needed to do this and bear our soul on stage. And like, we walked in. Metaphorically be naked yeah, on stage. And walked into two fucking penises. Two fucking penises. Tiny little willies. Tiny, were they tiny? I was I so hammered at this point. I a lot of unsolicited dicks this month. And I a lot of, seen a lot of nudity. A lot of people talking about dicks. So I don't much really talk dick about dicks. Honestly, that's my one qualm with Fringe, and I will not name names, but um, basically, I didn't want to see any straight wild. What, wild? <laughs> I don't want to see any straight in the wild. wild. I didn't want to see any straight white comedians because I quite frankly just don't give a fuck what they have to say and this is men um yeah and but then i went to a few just to get like a perspective and it was exactly what i thought it was gonna be it was gonna be like oh, oh, oh you're gonna cancel me oh my god suck my dick get my dick out and i'm just like are we don't still cancel here me. don't cancel me you know you know get your dick out <laughs> only people that should be canceled are worried about getting canceled yeah do you know what i mean it's like boring. if you're talking about it you obviously have said things behind closed doors that will cancel you do you know what i mean Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, so Spank was fun. And then, then so we the, got terrified yeah. about doing Spank in a few weeks' time because we knew that we had to do it. But when we did do it, it was terrifying, wasn't it? It was probably the scariest gig I've ever played in my life. Getting up and doing our show every night is scary anyway because yeah. people don't always come because like they love you. They come because... It's fringe. It's fringe and they just hear about it, it or they see what it is and then they try it. But Spank's even more scary because if some they're just there for a good time and you just have to convince them that you are the shit and then you're singing songs that you choose. Yeah. And, and I would say that our stuff, like, is obviously hilarious, but with we've never done it outside of the context before of, like, our, our personalities. So getting up there and having no time to, like, set the scene. But I think all that considered, I think we did amazingly and we got the crowd going i mean babe my voice when i started singing cuban heels you were like whoa i was so I nervous was it was like oh she's nervous oh, oh she's nervous but you pulled it back straight away yeah and, and you were amazing. click, click copping in weren't they and we got a tony up on stage yeah we so, do this singing the but, breakup song now don't we where mm. we grab a guy on stage every night and we call him tony that was my favorite thing that we did every single night every night you should have seen guys the audience's Kissing themselves. And 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 it I was to it. be honest, so much of that was D because it was like the physical comedy of her like manipulating Ugh. all these poor men's Dear. rigid <laughs> fearful bodies. And it was just that was when we won anyone who wasn't already like on our side over, I think. Yeah. Because they definitely. were like, Oh, these girls don't take this too seriously. It's not just about them. It's just a big laugh. So the performances I actually don't think we had a bad gig. No, we didn't. We had I'm annoyed. spectrums. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the first show that we did, there was another man <laughs> from another show coming in on my microphone. 
It was. I thought it was the sound desk people just having a chat real loud, and I, I was like, guys, point. yeah, that was in one of the. Previews. And so then they had to turn my mic off. So yeah. they did the whole show with like Kiara with a mic, me without it, yeah. and it wasn't great. Great show for me. Um, yeah, Kiara loved it. <laughs> uh, and then it was first few days tantrums, oh. tears, finding our feet. You yeah. got your mic wasn't working one night. You cried, and I was like, I don't think I can do this. It was yeah. like. It was like trying to, you know what it is, like knowing that you have to do it every single day without, yeah. we have one day off. The mental the mental stamina, even if you have a shit show or then just knowing that you've got to do it all over yeah. again. That's so daunting. And it's so different being at like the West End when like oh my God. people are just paying for tickets. It's out of your control or doing a tour that's not got your yeah. name on it. And it's it's also we wrote it and it is essentially about a version of ourselves. So it's yeah, it's a, it's very exposing. Yeah, and people when they go to the theatre in town, they're paying like fifty odd quid for a ticket, so they're going to stay yeah. there and they're going to watch it. Whereas like with us, you're going in, you're going out. It's an hour. People leave early. People are like, but to be honest, we didn't get a lot of walkouts. I've been no, to some we shows. really didn't. We really didn't. I think in total we had like five people walk out the entire fringe yeah and i've had some of my favorite comedians had walkouts which makes me feel so much better because if it happens to them it's it happens to everyone yeah like, totally and like that doesn't bother me like no. i think people with live laugh love signs need to leave i mean we were like really <laughs> worried about offending and alienating a part of our audience that have michael kors bags and live yeah. laugh love signs but then we had a good serious chat about it and we thought like, they, they need, need to, to learn, learn. <laughs> When they left, I literally said one night, I was like, oh no, we've offended them, but they do need to learn. I mean, <laughs> some lessons in life are not easy. It's growth um, is uncomfortable. And if it takes seeing a Kate and D show to know that you need to throw that fucking MK bag in the bin, yeah. that's fine. I'm fine with that. Don't come live laugh laughing near us, babe. Don't be sending me no like driftwood with a lyric on it from fucking Bob Dylan. Absolutely fucking not. No. Remember the last night when I called you my girl on there? Out randomly on stage, I go, listen, my girl. No, what was it? Listen. I've got news for you, my girl. Yeah. Like, all right, never, grandpa. It's never happened before. That was funny. But yeah. My favorite bits of the performance is where we went off script and just tried to make each other laugh. Yeah, that was funny. We liked that. And I liked that as we were really rigid at the start, like sticking to the script and like making sure we got mm, all the jokes and in. And voices needed to be perfect. And then as the festival went on, we realized that like our best sort of moments... <laughs> were just stupid shit that we'd make up like on the night and I really yeah. enjoyed that it made me feel like it was it was like just us back in our living uh, room trying to make each other laugh exactly no that was that was mine like and you're even so like amazing. our last oh my god we were just, we were just so, so funny like <laughs> the cuff yeah it's like life is about those unexpected moments <laughs> where you can just shine <laughs> we just shine same um, minds favorite audience member Guy oh. that yelled wank bank and then walked out. Yeah, we got heckled. That was the only time we got heckled. I'm so glad it was by a sexist white man. It just made mm. the whole thing worthwhile. I mean, we were heckled by all. Oh, but good heckle. Rowdy crowds in, and one night we had to be like, "You need to calm the fuck." Yeah, you're down. missing all the jokes, guys. Shut up. No, like we're really funny. Like yeah. listen to us. But no, we we loved that. I would rather it be that way than four flat. Those were the best shows because it was just fucking chaos. Yeah, there was nights when like people from London would come and see us, and they would always be the most chaotic performances because they would. Come on weekends yeah and our biggest crowds were thursday friday saturday and it was filled with fucking drunk 30 year old women which is uh, quite frankly our 
Mate, can we, just talk about, can we just talk about this Saturday? We fucking sold out. That was we iconic. sold out our last Saturday at Fringe, which to me, if you want any sign of fucking progress, it's, it's a shame in a way because obviously word of mouth was getting around towards the end of it and like, you know, yeah. but we were in a big venue. We're not going to lie. 170 capacity, which it's a crazy. lot of comedians are, are playing 30 seaters. Yeah. And and then they put sell out on their poster and I'm know, like, yeah, no shit. Exactly. Like we had a really, no really hate, tough but... job. Like, but we fucking. Now we can put sell out fringe show on our fucking next poster. Exactly. Just the one. But that's all you need. Just the one. To be able to... There we go. Yeah. What were some of our favorite memories? Right, babe. Where's the list? <laughs> right, I'm, I've got a list. Oh, which reminds me, my favorite other mem- moment from the show is when girls would start bringing lists on their phones about icks that they have with guys. Oh my god! So I yeah. think we should name some of our favorite icks right now. I really liked the one at gluten intolerant because I thought it was really nasty. Sharpening a pencil. Uh, when he leans on the back of a sofa and his hair goes really flat. <laughs> so specific. Uh, running for a bus. Tesco club card. <laughs> Curly hair. When he breaks an egg and a bit of the shell goes in the bowl. When he sprains an ankle yeah. and limps off. There was someone really good. Something really good the other night. Some Wait. woman that was really serious on the front row said um, just racism and sexism. And I was like, fair play. A few people said that. And I was like, yeah, duh. Well, yeah, yeah, duh. That's not yeah, a nick. That's just fucking morals. Gloves. Oh, yeah, gloves. <laughs> you can't get frostbite to date me, hon. <laughs> When they choke out of nowhere. Um, <laughs> oh my God. This girl was like, when they choke out of nowhere. And my natural response was, yeah, babe. Like a guy has to like ask to choke you. You gotta just like start choking <laughs> She was you. like, no, I just meant like on a mouthful of food. And you're like, <laughs> yeah, you gotta get fucking consent to consent. choke. And I was like, oh my God, does no one else get choked Consent, okay, consent, bye. consent. Okay, so I have a list of some of our favorite memories. I'm just gonna rattle some off. I think my favorite memory was just sleeping in Brooks Bar before every show. Oh my God. And progressively in louder and louder circumstances, but we were so <laughs> fucking tired all the time. One At one point, I literally feel like I fell asleep in the middle of a disco because I was so tired. We were in Brooks Bar. It's a, it's the Pleasance Bar where all the actors go. And it, honestly, it's like everyone just goes out to sleep. It's like it probably started off as a well-to-do establishment, but all these fucking scratchy comedians and actors have just turned it into a fucking and, uh, one lounge. Day, there was a fucking party going on and me and Key, people having champagne with like their champagne It was like the end of the party. Everyone was like, congrats on your performances. And we're like, <sighs> we literally were like, it's bright lights and we were asleep. asleep. I had Real Housewives of Beverly Hills on my phone. Honestly, to, paint, to, to really put this in, <laughs> we perform every night at half nine. It's only now where you're like, guys, it's not that bad. No, 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 no. no, no we have no. to fly her for like two Ugh. hours before that. You've got to get ready. You don't have a dressing room. Should we give them our flyer pitch really quickly? Should we just rattle up? Let's see if we still got it. Okay. Hi, ladies. ladies. How are you? How are you? Oh, love your jacket. It's oh, my God. Fabulous. Literally, it's so fabulous. Look, Look at this scene, dude. Look at this scene. They're drinking a jug of Prosecco. You love people. it. You're calling on him. Okay, so can we tell you about our show? Our show, right. We're two best friends. We do musical we comedy. comedy. We, we sing, sing silly little songs about our silly little lives, like bad, bad dates, getting the ick, shagging them anyway. Being a mess in your 30s, but being okay with it. Being okay with it. Like, 
it's a celebration of female friendship, riding yeah. the wave of life together. It's a universal feeling, you know, and like, you know, shagging boy band members. Yeah. Which boy band? Well, you what? have to come and see the show to find out. <laughs> that is yeah, it's just a load bit. of fun. Loads so, of fun. you know, we're at the Pleasant Stadium every night, 9 30. We'd love to see you. All right, ladies. Bye. Bye. We would say but that I'm over and over. And over again. To be fair, we really won some people over. Like, it'd be so oh rewarding God, when yeah. we walk out and see the audience and there were people there who would fly it. Yeah, we'd, like, get girls' messages just being like, loved your show, like, it's amazing, going to come again. Yeah. And, yeah, but the flyer is a massive part of it. Like, you need to take that time Huge. to go and fly it. But, well, that's what we're doing. So we do two hours of that and then... And then die. You do your show. <laughs> And then you do all the other silly little things around it, like going to the people shows, like Diane Chorley's The Flick, or mm. play your spank at 3 a.m., or mm. just go on the street and sing and try and get yeah, people we to did show and socialise. Yeah. And then after your show, you can't not go home. You've got to no, go for drinks. No, you've got to go for drinks. You've got to go to Abattoir, the Soho House of Fringe. Wow, we also call it Shedditch House because it literally, people, is a temporary shipping container. And I think the fact that they're yeah. just taking the care to decorate it slightly with some fairy lights, it made us think like everything else at Fringe is so disgusting that we were like, oh, we were like, God, this, this is where we need to be. Like, is it the Groucho show like, also her house? Yeah. Like, it's, we felt at home there so much we that we had it. one day off the entire fucking month. month. Yeah. And instead of, you know, seeing shows like a normal person, like taking advantage and going, going, down, to, going down to the beach, going down to the beach, not, didn't do any of that. What did we do? We just sat in fucking Shedditch House. Like we did pissed. every other day. <laughs> we literally, we, but we did, we have a good time. We had the best time. We went to see Christopher Chris Hall's Hall. show, Two oh, Sour Gays. Chris Hall is a fucking icon. Just a beautiful, just beautiful human being. I knew from the moment we met him that mm. he would just become one of us. And we love him dearly. One of my favorite people I've met up here. So, yeah, that was a great memory. And then we did a podcast with Diane Chorley, um, which was fabulous. And it was so weird because I got to meet one of my favorite comedians. Mary Beth Brown. Mary Beth Brown. Oh, yeah. And that was interesting, wasn't it? Our American we princess. Her. We, we love Mary her. Beth Brown. Just if you Google, like, cool fucking bitch yeah she is such a cool bitch she is so funny very just like low-key cool so herself hilarious witty in her essence you know just quick quick sharp some other quick memories apart from just being tired yeah i've now got tonsillitis at the end of it i think we've covered everything like apart from the time that i slagged off a comedian when i was right next to them handing out flyers by saying that oh i've seen that show it's not that good see ours instead and and then literally as d moved i was like i just saw him and i just ran i was like you stupid bitch you have to be careful what you say at fringe yeah i know you never know who's sitting on the couch behind you i've just had like so magical memories like being out there like that night the night when it was like packed out and everyone we got a standing ovation got a standing ovation we got a couple actually yeah i didn't know i had this like mental moment where it was my dad it would have been my dad's birthday Mm. and then and then i met a guy that came to the show and he's my dad's name was eddie and he was called eddie and then weird yeah and then i ended up like going out with him and like getting on with him really really well and like so crazy Fucking great time with him. So crazy. Hanavan. Hanavan from the Abattoir. So Hanavan, to paint a picture, looks like he's the doorman of the Dorchester, but he's oh really God. the doorman of a shipping container, which he was the most Weird. calming, beautiful presence. Everyone loves Hanavan. Six foot four. Six foot four. But wide. 
he gives every performer or everyone that works there at Fringe the time yeah. of day yeah. and gives him like gives them just love and attention. Such a and... unique character. And to mm. be fair, every time we thought we were special, but every time we'd walk into Abattoir, fucking canavans, charming Charm someone, someone else, bloody hell. fucking lifting them up because he would do that when we felt sad or we needed a literal lift. Lifted he would up. just lift us up, pulled us around. Um, so we also we thought. We can't do a fringe special podcast without speaking to Canners. Oh, Canners, we love you, babe. We love you what so much. What do you have to say about fringe? How many times have you done fringe again? What this year? This is my thirteenth. Thirteenth. And uh, I, it's ten years since I did my first avatar. Oh my god, you are iconic. So you must have seen some crazy shit go yeah. through that door. I mean, yes and no. You must have chucked out some comedians, some famous people. You must have done. Uh, There have been occasions where I've had to ban them. (gasps) Yes. I've had to turn them away. Give us three tips for surviving fringe. Yeah, go. Get regular sleep. (laughs) Drink lots of water. And don't put too much pressure on yourself to see every show. It's not possible. Yeah, Yeah, right. Yeah, we've stopped doing that. How much you want to, and I know I want to. There is a point where you have to just let go and say, well, I've seen what I can do. Yeah. I've seen what I can, and everything else is probably great. Yeah. It's not possible to catch everything, so don't put the pressure on yourself to do that. That's that, then. Who was some of the best people that you saw at Fringe? I loved Rob Madge. Rob Madge, we love them. My son's a queer. Guys. What can he do? I mean, you're going to hear about it. It's going to yeah, be everywhere. It's going to be in your fucking face. And They're magical be. and they should be. Um, what a fucking talent. Yeah. I loved yeah. Nina Conti. What a fucking female Miss powerhouse her. of comedy. Shit, Mr. All, I'm just so impressed with people that do entire shows on improv. I mean, the yeah. trust that you would have to have in your own quick brain. Like, what if you're having an off day? You can't rely on a script. I just think she's amazing. What yeah. about you? Um, who did I love Rob Madge again when well, I said that? Iconic. Praise be. Um, I really liked Unfortunate. I loved Unfortunate. That was brilliant. Uh, the sort of story of Ursula the Sea Witch. It was really funny. I didn't realize how fucking dirty, dirty naughty it would dirty. be. That needs a, a massive life. Yeah. Um, these two female comedians called Brittany. Mm. Um, in love with one of the girls. Yeah, <laughs> literally massive girl crush on Stunning. Ellen Robertson. Stunning. Ugh, literally. Oh, black is the color of my voice. Oh, uh, black is the color of my voice was Afia um, Campbell. Unbelievable, Afia Campbell. You're a fucking queen. yeah. You're an icon. Did you get fingered? I did get fingered. Yay! But surprisingly, I got fingered by someone that wasn't at Fringe. They came on a train from London. Well, what can you do? You go to trusty somewhere. Old, trusty old London. I had a couple of snogs though. No Scottish fingers up there then. <laughs> no, I had a, I think I've had three snogs. I've had three snogs. No, I've had sex <laughs> and I've been fingered. It's fine. Right, that's and all we needed. And you got a good scene too halfway through. Well, I got yeah. my conjugal visit from yeah. Freddie. I was yeah. happy. We've been through some, haven't we, babe? Yeah, We've we really it. have. I feel like it's been a very, like, earth-shaking experience. Mm. I fucking love it. It's a magical place. It's, honestly, I'd recommend it to people. It's one of the best things about the arts, just come, get stuck in, see as many shows as you can, fucking get drunk. Yeah. It's a magical time. Everyone that comes is the best time. I had a mate that came and she's she even got a shag. She like, that's got what happened. She got a shag. <laughs> We're not going to say bye, yes. but it's iconic. Um, it's one of the best things that's happened to me, just that, that yeah. whole story. I think we'll do it again, babe. I'm so glad that I got to I with you. So. Oh, my God. It. 
because no one else I would have I bothered to do it with. It was like just we made it. We made it, babe. Love you. Love you. <laughs> I'd rather be dead by the Should end of this. Should we go to Abattoir? <laughs> Should we, babe? Fuck it. I'll fucking get to Abattoir. Fucking let's go. Wow. So that was our Edinburgh. What time? What Can time you hear the lost? soul leaving, leaving our body? <laughs> Literally, I was a walking corpse. I lost what? How many? I lost like seven pounds, nearly seven stones. I oh, came back grey. But oh god, it's fun listening to that again. I know. Yeah. We did have the seven of eyes, but we now did. it's time to move forward. Yes. Get really stuck into this season. It's very serious. All of our new exciting guests. Yep. And should we give? Should we tell the people who the first guest is? The first one is out now, and our guest is. <laughs> Dawn O'Porter. O'Porter. Can we listen now? It's fun. She's fabulous. She's fabulous. Go, go, go. Key If you don't like us, you're dead to me. Dead to me. Dead to me. If you don't subscribe, you're dead to me. Dead to me. Dead to me. If you don't give us five stars, you're dead to me. Dead to me. Dead to me. If you don't follow us on Instagram, you're dead to me. Dead to me. Dead to me. If you don't like us, you're dead to me. Insanity Group.